Thank you. A very good uh, evening, Dr. Sunda. It is my pleasure to have you to discuss on the matter of uh, leadership skill. Now, <clears throat> if my understanding is correct, the leadership style refers to the leader's method and behaviors when directing, motivating, and managing others. A person, a person's leadership style also determines how they strategize and implement plans while accounting for the expectation of stakeholders and the uh, well-being of their team. Now, before we go into the discussion of the topic on leadership skill, uh, I would really appreciate if you could introduce yourself, uh, Dr. Sundar. Right. Good evening, uh, Dr. Gopal. Thank you for, first of all, giving me this opportunity to probably share my viewpoint on the topic. But uh, let me start with my self-introduction. So uh, I've basically been involved in management over 30 years. And that covers quite a big spectrum of the job that I do in, uh, in my career. That covers project management, procurement, supply chain, and I've also involved myself in business management in the past, right? So obviously, these roles that I hold in the multinationals actually covers quite a big span. I've worked in uh, various multinationals uh, from Korean-based, Japanese, Canadian and right now I'm still engaged with this a US multinational. And uh, my obviously my uh, tertiary background, I hold a DBA in uh, business management and MBA from uh, Western Sydney University uh, in Australia. And I have several other uh, affiliation or also qualification. Uh, primary around uh, Institute of Purchasing and Supply UK, where I'm actually a certified professional there. I'm also a certified international project manager, okay? And uh, I'm also affiliated with uh, a lot of other management groups in the, in, in, the in, in the country and also some international as well. My passion is, of course, uh, I love learning uh, and I like sports as well as reading. So these are my passions for you to just to give you a, a brief overview of myself. Thank you, Dr. Sundar. That's very inspiring and it is very encouraging. You know, I would rather consider myself fortunate to have the opportunity of discussing with you because your wide uh, range of knowledge that you have is certainly going to uh, assist someone who is looking for some kind of a guidance in terms of leadership skill. Now, why do you think, uh, Dr. Sunda, that leadership skills are important? So in my view and experience, right, uh, leadership skills are important as it is focused on people development, okay? So primary focus of a leader to me is around building a team, or I would say a strong team. How do you unite them in purpose, create the kind of direction cultivate resilience and also at the end of the day is about delivering results. So to me, a leader, leadership skills encompasses the, this is like the glue that brings all this human resource together to be able to drive what I call the next level of results, right? Where everything that we do is with people. Without people, there's nothing can be done. So 
So that's that's how I view it. And so if you talk about uh, the leadership skills, it that it should cover those areas that I covered. Just okay, uh, it's very good. You know, it's very good to uh, get your point of uh, the importance of the leadership skill. Now, um, how would you classify the different types of leadership skills, uh, Dr. Sunda? So for me, I think there's 10, 10 criteria or 10 leadership skills for an effective leader, right? So I'll, I'll name one by one. First of all, the person needs to be able to communicate and connect effectively. Number two, they should be able to inspire confidence. Okay. Number three, demonstrate high emotional intelligence. Build trust. Promote healthy failures. Uh, this is very interesting. That means you need to be able to see the good in the failures because we learn as we fail. Okay, nobody is in the life has succeeded without failing. Expand common ground. Okay. You need to have the difficult conversations. Okay. Manage attention. Okay. Empower employees and deliver constructive feedback as well. So to me, uh, the earlier when I mentioned about those areas, uh, these are the skills that will actually sort of complement those areas that I touched. Okay. Good, uh, Dr. Sunda. I think you have uh, identified uh, the what you call as components, components a leader should possess, if I'm mistaken, am I right? Yeah, uh, it's part of the leadership uh, leadership traits as well, or you can source a style. But I think if you look at any style that you talk, these are something that will be up to me ever present in some great leaders. You take you could take any example, right? Uh, so some of the things that I said, they always willing to take uh, deliver constructive feedback. They, they always deliver some form of feedback to the team saying that what are they doing good? What are they doing bad? And taking account for it and empowering is not something that I also mentioned just now, right? So that's, that's the nutshell, right? So to me, uh, this is what I apply. And I, in my years of career in working in this multinational, I've seen a lot of success applying some of this for sure. Okay, uh, if I may to ask, you know, would there be different uh, uh, classifications of leaders? You know, like uh, probably I could uh, point out some, like say, for example, there may be a democratic leader. There can be an autocratic leader, strategic leader, transformational leader, transactional leader, bureaucratic leader, coach style leader, and so on. You know, these are some of the types of leaders, right? But, yes. uh, you know, when, when you when you when you uh, when you talk or when you suggest to someone to acquire leadership skill, would you suggest something in specific or somebody who could fit according to the uh, situations that prevail? To me, uh, the way current current situation is in the business world. I'm just talking about in terms of the business world, right? I think situational leadership is what is needed, right? Because 
you have to be looking at the condition that happens and what needs to be applied. Okay, and sometimes, like I said, you need to make the tough decisions also. That time you become very authoritarian, right? That means you, you have to make those kind of decisions. At the same time, sometimes you need to be very diplomatic as well in managing the situation. Sometimes you have to be more servant oriented, serve first, then only reap, right? So to me, situational leadership is what I apply given situation. So that means it's not a one style that fits all. And I think this is what really is happening right now, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, you, gave, you have given a perfect answer, you know, because that is what uh, a true leader should be able to, you know, not fit themselves to only a specific kind of a leadership, like say autocratic, I'm an autocratic leader, just listen to what I've got to say. That's not going to take anyone anywhere. Now, on the contrary, you know, if they look at the scenarios prevailing and accordingly accommodate them, uh, they would succeed in what they have been assigned or they have been requested to. Would you agree to that uh, comment, uh, Dr. Sundar? Yeah, I, 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 I think I totally agree with that because I, I'll again take some example and say, when I speak to some of my subordinates or even my peer groups, right? One of the things that always resonate to me is that everyone talks about something. They're all great leaders in their own way, right? But one of the things that we don't see is they don't make decisions. They want somebody else to make the decision because they just go in this one track. Like I said, they're very diplomatic, right? Uh, yeah, you can apply diplomacy the way you want to do it in certain situations, but some difficult decision needs to be made. And I think that is a telling factor, right? So it doesn't mean that person is actually a very authoritarian leadership style, but he knows when the situation arises and when he needs to make the call. I think it's very decisive, right? And that really makes a difference. And to me, in my career practice, this is what I also observe. The ones that are really moving up the ladder and they are recognized, they are very decisive in some means. You know, it's a no, it's a no, but actually the person is not authoritarian in a way, right? So, so that's, that's what I see. And I think for me, situation leadership is what I, I really apply and, uh, uh, you know, gain knowledge uh, using it also in my, my real, real, real business world, I would say. Thank you, Dr. Sundar. Can you kindly illustrate which type of leadership skill is applicable and when? Okay, so I will probably answer this question using uh, an example. And I will take my personal example because I'm basically speaking from my point of view here. So I remember I joined this new organization about eight years ago. This is a US multinational, okay? And when I joined the company, basically I was given a director role. So and um, I noticed that the team, the team that I inherited did not actually have, uh, we did not have the right people or with the right skill sets doing the right jobs, okay? So this is what I know. They lack direction. They're unsure where, what their direction is. They don't know, they lack resilience, okay? And obviously results were suffering, okay? That means they were good people, but there was never a cohesion to be able to do that. 
So what I decided was, like I say, I'm going back to my pillars where I applied. So I started recruiting and started retraining some of them that existing, reassigned their roles, okay, and started developing a team. Okay, that's why I said you need to build a strong team, right? Eventually, when we put in strategies, we started putting in processes by uniting the team in purpose. Now you're giving them a direction, a purpose. Okay, everybody started meeting, right? The customer expectation. End of the day, they, it's about the customer. And all the members were united in purpose, right? They mean they know we just have to meet the customer expectation. And finally, you can see a lot of resilience coming up. I'll take an example right now. If I think if I did not do it during this COVID time that we face, the team was super resilient to be able to still deliver same kind of results even in a bad time, right? That means it really reflected, but it took that eight years to do it. It was not a short period of time. So that's that's what it is. So, you know, understanding and then performing, right? So these are the these are the the pillars to me to to be able to be successful. Thank you, Dr. Sundar. I think it was a wonderful uh, delivery of uh, what you shared with us about leadership skill, especially the last part where you're emphasizing on the ability of molding those people whom you are leading, because eventually that is going to deliver what is expected. You know, <clears throat> uh, thank you for this wonderful session, Dr. Sundar. It's been a pleasure to have you for the discussion. And uh, please, uh, please be aware, Dr. Sundar, that this uh, discussion that we have had, uh, it will be uploaded into the podcast for uh, the view of the public, if you don't mind. Dr. Sure, Sundar. sure. I'm, I'm yeah. totally aware about it. But I'll just end with one sentence, right? The role of the leader is to create another leader. Well said, Dr. Sundar. I think that's exactly what a true leader should be. You know, not to prevent people from taking up their position, but to prepare them to take up their position. Thank you, right. Dr. Sundar, once again. Yeah, you're most welcome, Dr. Gopal. Thank you for this opportunity. It's a wonderful session and then uh, hope to speak to you soon. Thanks a lot, Dr. Sundar. I've stopped the recording.